Fire is a beast. The Prophet ﷺ explained that it will come on the Day of Judgment with 70,000 ropes on it. Brothers and sisters, that right there is a Porsche 718 Boxer. The fastest car we've had so far in terms of how fast the roof comes down. Let's have a look. That's what you call speed. Let's get into the car, talk a bit about the episode. Now some of you are probably wondering why was I holding the chai with my bike bottle in my hand? Was I just trying to get promotion? Slightly yes, I'm not going to lie. But there's one interesting thing about this car that I want to show you, which is when you get into the car and you look around, you don't automatically notice any cup holders. And you're thinking, where am I going to put my drink? In here? Nope. Too small? In here? Nope. And then you come over here and you see a little drink icon. Push that down and you've got two drink holders. There you go. Now, initially, when I first found out I was getting this car, as you previously mentioned, uh, the agreement we have is, um, Alhamdulillah is a very, very nice brother at the car company, and he really, really sorted us out. And he said that we pay a discounted price for one car, and we can swap it as many times as we like to get as many episodes as we like. So we're literally paying the price, well, less than the price for one car, and getting four or five cars, if we are able to record four or five episodes, in a particular day. So when I turned up and this was the only car available, I was a little bit disappointed. But since then, I can't lie, this car's won me over. Let's get into the episode and see why. Why is it important to have good manners? What's the significance of manners in the deen of Islam? The companions of Allah, they used to study mannerisms the same way they would study knowledge. That marriage completes an individual's deen. That a woman or marriage is half of the deen. Mm. Me personally, I don't follow that opinion that the hadith is authentic. So then what is half the deen? Or what is the deen comprised around? He said if a person possesses four characteristics, these four characteristics, he is never going to uh, be worried. He is never going to be harmed, even if the whole dunya is taken away from him. What about implementing and learning manners? Because what you think might be good manners, might not necessarily be good manners. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah amma ba'ad Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu Brothers and sisters, welcome to another episode of Ride Out Once again, we've got the homie, we got the brother Adam from Canada How you doing, Akhi, okay? Allahumma alaikum alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah Can't complain, every time I see you brothers, you know? Alhamdulillah, barakallah fiq, bro One thing, yeah, that I've noticed about you, yeah Alhamdulillah, yeah Is that you've got 
very good manners, I have no, to say. No, no, you know, no. always like one thing I've noticed about you from the beginning to the end is Allah and you've got very good manners. So I was thinking that today's episode we should face it and speak about the topic of manners, but from a few different angles. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing that I wanted to ask is why is it important to have good manners? What's the significance of manners in the deen of Islam? Because obviously everything we do from how we you know, clean ourselves after the toilet to how we treat our parents, to everything we do is derived from the Quran and the Sunnah. So likewise, obviously with manners, we don't let the West decide what good manners are, what good manners aren't. We don't let, we go to the Quran and the Sunnah to find out what are good manners. First and foremost, you know, Abu Hurairah he brings the hadith on the authority of the Prophet recorded in uh, at Tirmidhi, where the Prophet mentions, Man la nas, la So the one, the individual who does not thank the people, in reality, is not thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that being said, you know, I just want to thank you guys for giving me this opportunity, you know, oh, hosting me on, oh, uh, on, on the ride out. In terms of the question that you asked, the importance uh, of mannerisms. If you look at Ibn Sirin, he mentions something very beautiful, very profound. He says, The companions of Radwan Allah alayhim, they used to study mannerisms the same way they would study ilm. Knowledge. Knowledge. And likewise, if you look at other companions uh, or other scholars or Radwanallah they would say things like Adab Sana. I've sought uh, mannerisms for thirty years. Sana and I only sought knowledge for twenty years. Without a doubt, mannerisms is a type of knowledge that needs to be studied and scholars gave a lot of precedence and importance to it. But Mannerisms, as you can see from the things that we have just mentioned right now, is something that the Salaf Radwan Allah would hold to uh, high esteem. But mm. Kadarika, the Prophet وسلم, oh, likewise, he said, He says, Indeed, I was sent as a messenger to the people to complete good manners. Complete good manners, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He says, And He was from the greatest um, of He was from the greatest ones to have this amazing character to the point it would shock you. As Aisha anha, she mentioned, as if the Quran was walking. That was the character of the Prophet He manifested the Quran. Upon the way he would walk, the way he would act, the way he would associate, the way he would do his ibadah, etc., etc. And one of the reasons why um, the Salaf would take mannerisms as such, something that is so, like, you know, severe and something that should be taken seriously, something that should be studied, something that you should lose sleep over and worry about, is the Prophet وسلم, he says something very beautiful. He says, Inna He said, Indeed, the most beloved ones to me. The most beloved to ones to me, minni, and the ones who will be closest to me, yom al The ones who will be the closest to him, yom al 
أحسنهم خلقا The ones who have the best manners And of course manners it breaks into two things Okay Manners breaks into two things Number one is manners with Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala Manners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala What do I mean by having manners with Allah? By giving the huquq of Allah Jalla wa'ala And foremost what is foremost the right that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has on us yeah. is that we worship him Allah. without associating anything with him. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Do not associate anything with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala once he is the one who created you. So it is impossible. And a good, and a good point that we should mention and we should bring up is a good thing that we should be aware of. Is that it is impossible for a kafir to have better mannerisms than a Muslim. The reason being is because those non-Muslims they do not give the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So even though they might have this wajh, this perspective of smiling and thanking you, etc. etc., that you hold high, in reality, they don't respect Allah. They don't give the rights to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So forever they will never be able to have better mannerisms than you Because we said the manners break into one One with Allah and the second with the creation And what's foremost is that with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That takes precedence without a doubt You know why that's so profound for you to say that Is because a lot of people who have this perception Muslims have this perception of manners That you know manners is being soft with the people Being gentle with the people and you know that, that's all manners is and if you have that you have good manners mm-hmm. and that's all they see manners to be but they, what they don't realize is, is that what's greater than manners with the creation is manners with Allah so therefore the kuffar no matter how well spoken they might be no matter how gentle they might be no matter how you know soft and you know appealing they might seem to you at the end of the day their manners will never be better than a Muslim because 100%. manners with Allah comes 100%. first but likewise from that what that also necessitates is manners with the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam So if you've got someone who's upon innovation 100%. Who's not upon the Sunnah And he's doing other than the Sunnah He might have the softest of speech He, he might sound to you like Oh, I love listening to this guy Why every time I listen to him so soft, gentle, well-spoken You know, he appeals to my heart mm-hmm. but then the, At the end of the day If he's got bad manners with the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Then in reality, he does not have good manners. And the way, the way that, the way, the reason why people are just confused that how, how is that bad mannerisms to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is because the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam came as 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 one of the beliefs that we have to have with the, with the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is that isma fi risalati bitabligi that which he came with yeah. we have to we have to understand that he was infallible with the message of Allah subhanahu wa taala. Mm. Whatever Allah was supposed to give to mankind. There was no way he felt faulted in the sense where he did not give us the full surah, the full picture. Mm. Meaning Islam is complete and yeah. he did not not complete it, so to speak. He taught us everything that we need to know. So for us to innovate in the deen, yeah. for us to innovate in the religion, yeah. thinking that this is something that brings us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without the Prophet wasallam mentioning it, indirectly, whether you believe it or not, your actions are demonstrating this, is that you believe that the Prophet sallallahu faulted in his message. So in reality, that is disrespect to the Prophet sallallahu I just want to make him, uh, 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 when I mentioned, when I mentioned that the Prophet sallallahu he said, وَأَقْرَبَكُمْ وَأَقْرَبَكُمْ مِنِّي يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ I said, أَحْسَنُهُمْ خُلُقًا It's actually, أَحَاسِنُكُمْ أَخْلَاقًا Which means the same thing. The best of you, the best of you are those who have 
uh, good manners. Going on to the second point. The second point we mentioned that akhlaq, the second part of akhlaq is with the makhluq of Allah Jalla wa'ala. The creation, mm. meaning the animals, the people, mm. and everything. We need this to is the one that people normally, that comes to mind exactly. when you say the word akhlaq and exactly. the manners. Exactly. Normally, and and this is, this the scholars they mention is of two types, which is natural, tabi'i, which is someone naturally has these manners. Naturally they have it, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless them and they're fortunate to have these. Others need to learn these things. Others need to learn this. And this is the example of smiling in your brother's face. When you're angry to make wudu, to sit down, to lie down. You know, when, um, when, when you're dealing with a teacher, especially in university, how do you, how do you respect your teacher? How do you respect the ilm that you're learning, the Islamic knowledge? What's the ways to sit? The etiquettes of eating, the etiquettes of using the ba- these are all uh, included in mannerisms. Mm. All of these things, and that's why it's very important that uh, one one um, one takes the time out to learn these things. Just like the Salaf what we mentioned, they used to study and take time out for these things. Why? Because these mannerisms will aid you in ilm, will aid you in your daily living, and will aid you and everything else to come. And there's another hadith from the Prophet ﷺ. He mentioned, he mentioned, or su'ila, su'ila Rasulullah ﷺ, the Messenger of Allah ﷺ was asked a question. عَنْ أَكْثَرِ مَا يُدْخِيلُ النَّاسَ الْجَنَّةِ what, what is something that without a doubt is going to enter the people into Al-Jannah? What's like something that weighs extremely heavy and is going to enter the people into Al-Jannah? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned Taqwa Allahi wa husnul khuluq Taqwa Allahi wa husnul khuluq These two things Is having this God consciousness of Allah jalla wa ala And likewise having good manners We already mentioned what good manners is hmm. Having good manners with Allah Tawheedullahi jalla wa ala You know you, you do this ifrad You do this oneness You wahiduhu You single out Allah jalla wa ala You don't single him out in the sense where like uh, Allah is already one. So how do you single out something that's already that's one? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. You know, how do you single someone? We're not like the Christians. We don't make it Allah into three. There's no trinity. Allah Sorry. is one. La ilaha illallah. So, so how do you single Allah? If Allah is already one, and how do you single out something that is already one? Meaning you single him out in your heart. In your heart. In your knowledge. In, in, in your ibadah. Yeah. You're the one who's singling out Allah subhanahu Allah is already one. Yeah. Allah without a doubt is already one. But you single him out in terms of his wujud. In terms of his presence, in terms of his af'al, who mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, his actions. Likewise, al-ibadah. If Allah bil ibadah, you single out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, la ma'buda haqqun illallah. Or you can say la ma'buda bi haqqin illallah. You can say both. That there is no deity that is worthy fil ibadah except Allah jalla wa ala. You know, so you single Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out in, in, in these things. And likewise, his asma'u sifat. That you single Allah azza wa jalla in his names. And his attributes. So, um, so we already spoke about that in terms of mannerisms. Yeah, but yeah. then the Prophet sallallahu said, "Taqwa Allahi wa husnul khuluq," which is taqwa. Talqa to Ibn Habib he mentions in Ibn Uthaymin rahimahullah says that this is the best definition of taqwa. He says, "An ta'mala bi ta'at Allahi ala nur min Allahi subhanahu wa taala wa tarju thawab Allah." Is that you act in accordance to the obedience of Allah azza wa jalla, muwafaqatu shari, that you are inclined. Uh, you're in accordance to the Sharia of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, ala min Allah, with knowledge. So you do actions in accordance to the Sharia of Allah with ilm. 
and likewise you're hoping the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have this raja. And likewise, and tatruka, and tatruka ma'asi Allahi ala nurun min Allah wa taqsha iqab Allahi jalla wa ala. And likewise, you leave off that which displeases Allah, that which angers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with knowledge, likewise fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the definition of taqwa. So you have these two things. And one thing that I like to always mention when I mention this hadith is that some of the scholars, they differed in, 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 in the hadith where the Prophet ﷺ, it is, it is said that he said that marriage completes an individual's deen. That a woman or marriage is half of the deen. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I don't follow that opinion that the hadith is authentic. So then what is half the deen? Or what is the deen comprised around yeah i take this i take this hadith taqwallahi wa husn khuluq these are the two things that equal passes the whole religion in totality is the taqwa of allah and good manners these two things didn't some reconcile and say that marriage is comprised of taqwa of allah and good manners it can be yeah allah i never i never heard that uh, personally okay but uh, allah it could be it could be allah i don't know Huh? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, ne- I never said a scholar said it though. Oh. I said you could, it could be, it could be seen because someone could easily mention, okay, طيب, I do get married, but from this, out of fearing Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and having good manners with a woman, it could be the means of entering al Jannah. Mm. And likewise, the opposite, not fearing Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in your woman, because the yeah. Prophet Sallallahu said that the best of you are the best to their, mm. to their woman. So from that angle, uh, you can. And then the Prophet ﷺ, he goes on, then he was asked again. The Prophet ﷺ was asked another question. He said, uh, the person asks, سُئِلَ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ uh, Then he asked, عَنْ أَكْثَرِ مَا يُدْرِكُ النَّاسِ النَّارِ What is the thing, what is the thing, what is the most thing that will enter the people into the hellfire? You know what the Prophet ﷺ, he said? He said, الثم والفرج. He said, the tongue and what's in between the two legs. What's in between the two jaw bones and what's in between the two legs, meaning the tongue and your private parts. The Prophet ﷺ, he also mentioned the one who, who, who protects and what's in between his two legs. He will promise him Al Jannah. He will promise him Al Jannah. So, from mannerisms, it's protecting the tongue from ill speech. Speaking without knowledge, speaking with things that are going to uh, affect the people, as the hadith of, of uh, Abu Hurairah. That if one has Iman in the day of judgment uh, and, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that he is only going to speak good or he's going to remain silent. Even if he doubts, even if he has a doubt that this situation is going to. Like it's going to put something in someone's heart or it's going to bring a shubha or it's going to hurt someone's feelings. He even stays away from that doubtful matter. Why? Because it's going to protect his honor and it's going to protect his his, uh, his deen with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what are some of the ways in which a person can attain good manners? Like how, like how if someone watching this video, you know what? I might actually be quite bad mannered. How can one go about attaining good manners? The first and foremost, uh, the first and foremost thing is what we mentioned earlier. Is Ibn Sirin, rahimahullah, says, "Can we get to learn the hadith as we get to learn the knowledge?" Or the Salaf, "I asked for knowledge for thirty years." 
عفوا طلبت طلبت الادب 30 سنه that he sought knowledge for 30 years he sought uh, sorry he sought mannerisms for 30 years so the first and foremost what someone should do is seek is seek mannerisms sit down open a book sit under someone observe somebody and sit there and learn and take from them that's from the first and foremost of ways to 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 learn mannerisms and again what we mentioned uh the prophet he was upon a um a blessed mannerisms he was on a great lofty stage when it came to his manners so he is the first and foremost that we look up to how do we learn and the second step would just be implementing it smiling in your brother's face giving sadaqah you know doing these things and uh, abdullah ibn amr عنه, he was the companion of the prophet and he mentioned something so beautiful he said if a person possesses four characteristics these four characteristics he is never going to uh, be worried he is never going to be harmed even if the whole dunya is taken away from him first one being if he has good manners it won't matter even if the whole dunya is taken away from him he will not be harmed the second is refraining from food food yes not eating a lot not eating a lot and the third thing and the third thing was truthful words truthful words you're not lying and you're speaking good and the last being upholding a trust Abdullah ibn Amr, he mentioned if an individual has these four characteristics in him, he will not be harmed even if the whole dunya is taken away from him. And another benefit of even having good manners is the hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha. She mentioned that she heard the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Indeed, a believer, la yudirik, he achieves bihusni khuluqi, he achieves with his good manners that he reaches a level of an individual who fasts all day and he stands the night. So this is a great reward for an individual who has manners. So number one, the importance of mannerisms, the Salaf would give entire lifespans to it. It's the most beloved thing to Allah and his messenger. And it's from the easiest of ways to get to Al-Jannah and be close with the Prophet And we mentioned Akhlaq breaks into two. That which is with Allah and that which is with the people. And with Allah is foremost and it's better. It's better for you to have Akhlaq with Allah than not to have Akhlaq with the people. Mm. Opposed to someone who has Akhlaq with the people and not with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's a very profound point, Allah. Yeah. Very profound point. And again, the reward of this, even in this dunya, without even being from the most beloved, without even being from the people who are standing next to Allah, uh, the Prophet so on the day of judgment, is you will get the reward of the person who fasts all day and stands the night. Imagine, and you have content in your heart. How many of us desire or strive hard to fast day on, day off, Mondays and Thursdays, or those who don't have the ability to stand the third of the night? This is an easy way for you to achieve that reward. Wallahu ta'ala a'lam, subhanakallahu wa bihamdik, an la ilaha ila ant, astaghfiruka wa tubi I think another really easy way to you know, observe good manners is just to read number one the seerah so you can see directly from yeah. the Prophet وسلم, and number two the biographies of the scholars so without a shadow of a doubt they're the ones who you know reached levels you know very very high when it comes to manners you know sometimes it's funny because something something that you might think might be manners might not be manners why because it's based it's not based on knowledge like, for example I think Ustad told us a story once there's a sheikh and um some students came to him and um, he offered them some tea and 
they got support for them. They're like, no, 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 Sheikh will do it. He said, no, 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 I'll do it. Don't worry. They said, no, 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 Sheikh, please give it to them. He said, no, no, I'll do it. And they insisted again and told him to leave. Why? Because he said, the first two times, okay, I'll let it go. Third time, they're like, I'm older than you. I'm, you know, and I'm saying you, I'll do it. And for you to carry on insisting, it's not good manners, bro. For example, in Pakistani culture, like, we see it as so able to even let anyone do even if they insist, mm-hmm. the younger will still insist, and no, 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 you sit yeah, in the front, yeah, yeah. or no, 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 I'll do it for you. But it's all based on that, or, had you obeyed him there, that would have been better manners there. So yeah, it's yeah, all about sure. implementing and learning manners, because what you think might be good manners, might not necessarily be good manners. You know, just the fact that you brought up examples, I think maybe just for Fatty, I don't know if we kind of prolong this, but... No, 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 from, it's only from, 21 minutes. Okay, mashallah. From, from the fawaid of having mannerisms with the teacher, is that during the day you walk behind him? You walk behind him. You walk behind your teacher during the day. You like a little bit farther behind him, and during the night you walk in front of him. What's the hikmah? What's the wisdom behind? Because that? during the day the sheikh can see, so out of precedence you let the older go first. At night time you do it in the sake of wariness. He might he might not see something that you can catch before him, so you can protect him in that sense. Another another etiquette another etiquette when it comes to uh, teachers because we're on the topic of the teachers is that you, when you sit down and you study with him, is you sit and you look at him in a astonished manner, the whole time. Mm. And you don't look away. You sit there and you look into his eyes in an astonished manner. Why? Because a student gives the teacher this raghba to keep going. He gives this his himma. So when he sees the student being astonished, it naturally drives him to want to keep pouring on him and giving him uh, more knowledge. Another good manner when it comes to the majalis ul-in, sitting with the scholars, is that you don't eat or you drink. You do not eat and drink while the dars is going on. Absolutely not. Another thing is you don't sit out with your legs. You know, so that, uh, again, there's many ways, and especially when it comes to eating, uh, when it comes to eating and other things, but... Uh, Even uh, another thing I remember, Ustad um, Abdul Hakim mentioned this when we were going through Kitab al-Tawheed, that when um, the... Um, the hadith of the Prophet said And then he said um, And it's a simple question Very very basic question Is that should I tell uh, no, uh, um, Do you know the, the rights of Allah on the people And the rights of the people on Allah This is a basic question And of course Mu'ad knew the answer to this But instead of answering it He said Allah and his messenger know best and the reason why he did that is because perhaps the teacher might answer it and this is why he said that when the teacher asks you a question even if you know the answer it's better to say Allah knows best because he might answer it in a way that you don't know whereas if you answer it and you give the right answer he might just move on but had you said that he would have brought up another point another point another thing too like uh, with answering and stuff you'll see a lot of students what they do is they try to finish the sentences of the teacher so for example, the teacher says, Qala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inna Allah is ma'asabari, and you'll finish off the ayah, like, that's from Sul Adab. Bad manners, you keep your mouth shut in the dars, and you raise your hand before you speak, right hand. Raise your right hand, even when you want to leave the dars. So we can, that's, a, that's a whole discussion we're getting yourself. But yeah, oh, yeah man. Barakallah fiqh, jazakallah khair. That was another very, very interesting episode. Uh, how are you enjoying the car so far? Alhamdulillah, Allah is nice. I'm, yeah? I'm liking it. I'm like, especially when we're off camera and we're zooming. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. So let's uh, let's do some zooming now, and inshallah, we'll head back to the car spot, swap this car for another one. Inshallah. Uh, what do you prefer, this or the McLaren? Um, has to be the McLaren, right? I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I like because I think the McLaren was a little bit bigger, and it was uh, just better looking in my eyes. Yeah.
the beholder of the, what is it saying? Like, the beauty is in the eye of the, the beholder. beholder. Yeah, what? That car was something else, man. Yeah, Even though we only had it for a short, short time, because yeah, as you yeah, mentioned, yeah. we you know we get cars for you know short periods of time. Um, but yeah, alhamdulillah, that car, honestly, it was something else, man. Something else. But this car, not gonna lie, surprised me. Yeah. Surprised oh yeah, because at first you would. Yeah. At I first was not keen like, on it at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. But alhamdulillah, Dude, I looked at it too. First time I took a video of it. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like triple the height of the car. Plus, with the roof <laughs> down, it looks nice as well. Yeah, I like with the roof down. Mm. I like, and the fact that it's small. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Nice yeah. to maneuver, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Parking with it's easy as well. Like in the yeah, car park where we are, normally you have to do a little three-point turn, you know, to yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, in do you normally back up in the parking lots? Because I've seen that you've done that recently a lot. Like you back up the car. As in go. Like in. For example, the restaurant, you just have to go out and then back in, and then at the at the mall. The restaurant. Yeah, when we dropped it, when we got food for those guys, are asking for food. Oh, you mean reverse into yeah, the Yeah, you reverse bay. in, and then in the usually, mall, you did the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, usually. Because it's a small car, you usually actually do that. No, usually, so that's how we park yeah. in, in the UK, yeah. For real? Yeah. Well, we do the other way, man. Oh, we you guys just go first. Like, it depends, sometimes we do, but it just depends on the space. Okay, because I feel like it's long, but we have to go like this, that, on, uh, Yeah, but it depends on the space. It depends. Yeah. Like, if it's a big enough space to drive straight in, there's sometimes we drive straight yeah. in. Yeah, because we have a Qaeda, man. Like, it's easier to back out than to back in. It's easier to back out, out than to, than back, to back, in. back in, you know? Because mm. you're more likely to get into an accident backing in because you might scratch the car and not do it properly. Going no. in, you can see it, you know? No, I think you're more likely to have an accident going in because it's like, it's a lot easier to to, to maneuver when you're reversing, you know? But, 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 but reversing because you got more I room. think on the way out though, on, huh. on the way out, if you're reversing out, yeah. you're more likely to have an accident because you can't really see. Besides that, okay. Besides but that, way, yeah. I think other than that, is, I think it's better. But you got, you've got a good point. Yeah. You, lasted, you lasted the round. You lasted. <laughs> but yeah, guys, we'll see you guys on the. Oh, it's gone mad dark. But yeah, inshallah, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Uh, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Peace. What are they supposed to do about rent? What are they supposed to do about bills? What are they supposed to do about mahal? How are they supposed to get risk? If all they do is seek knowledge. Sure. Knowledge takes care of you. Knowledge guides you. Knowledge protects you. But money, you have to protect it. That knowledge that you have allows you to answer those questions inside of your grave when the angels come to you in your grave. So remember, money isn't enough. If that money doesn't make you content, they're not content. That money is a punishment for them. Even they now, look, we're here, and now I'm driving cars. But Allah, I never would have even like dreamed of driving. And, and trust me. The dunya will come to you. Undoubtedly, it will be dragged to you. The dunya will be grabbed and dragged to you. Look at this, bruv. Look at this, bruv. He's dragged to me.